Losing spending power due to inflation is never a good thing. When you're on a fixed income, it can be even more devastating. On today's show, we'll offer seven ways to handle inflation in retirement. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Welcome into Retirement Roo. It's always about retirement, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. We have Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. And again, Gerald is the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And between Father and his two sons, 88 combined years experience, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are a fiduciary firm. I'm Morgan Patrick consumer advocate and we hit the topics but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at simon and simon financial no cost no obligation and no pressure see where you are in your retirement planning process a lot going on so let's talk about this the current rate of inflation in the u.s is now at 8.2 percent and that's slightly lower than last month but it's a far cry from get this 1.3 percent in august of 2020 we've put together some strategies some tips to help you navigate the highest inflation rate we've seen in 40 years in retirement. So, folks, these are things you need to be aware of, things you need to be doing. So, Chad, looking for spending patterns. Take a good look. Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. So, you know, rather than looking at what you've spent in the last two to three weeks, you really want to go through your bank and your credit card statements and look what you've spent the last three, six months, or even the last year. Make a list of all the money you've spent. It's going to take some time. We tell people who are earning retiring, this is a process. You're not going to know right off the bat how it's going to feel both from emotionally and from a fiscal standpoint. Um, it's going to take a few months to, to kind of get a, a feeling for what you need, where you're overspending. Um, if you're spending too much, if, if you're taking out three or 4% of your uh, investments as income and withdrawal rate, and you're putting it right into the savings account, well, then you probably need to dial that back. So make sure you don't do it over a short period of time. Look at what you've spent. Look at what you need over six months, even a year, if you can calculate that far back to give you a true sense of what you're going to need to and through retirement. Inflation, it is front and center. Very much a big concern uh, for everyone out there that's planning for retirement. Seven things, we're going over them that you can do. Again, look at your spending patterns, number one. Number two, just do an in-depth budget analysis. Really dig in. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. You know, you want to take time, think about your fixed and your variable expenses, both, you know, your consistent bills, the water, the gas, the food, the, the light bill. And then look at, see, every few months, maybe, you, you know, you treat the grandkids or maybe once a year you get the uh, AC went out. So we want to calculate both those things. Those fixed costs tend to be relatively consistent from month to month, uh, again, including your rent, your mortgage, utilities, phone, cable bill insurance sometimes those some of the state pay uh, those uh, expenses are paid uh, annually or quarterly so you want to factor that in like insurance uh, flood insurance or uh, car insurance i know i pay my car insurance every uh, six months i will go ahead and get it out of the way um, so make sure you factor those in and then your variable costs that can change you know you're spending on groceries and eating out that can vary from month to month but really uh, the bigger things taking the grandkids to disney world the the car breaks down that's why you always want to have a buffer. We say, you know, if your income needs are, you know, four or five thousand a month, make sure you're getting in six thousand. Uh, you want at least a twenty percent buffer above what your consistent fixed costs are to account for those variable costs. Well, and you kind of mentioned this. This next one, Chad, is you know you got to really um, take a look. And if you've got major expenses, if you know you have major expenses on the horizon, uh, maybe with inflation where it is currently. 
uh, if you need to, just push those uh, those purchases back. Yeah, it's something to consider. No one wants to, you know, retire and they've had this dream vacation, you know, a month after they retire. But given where we are, how expensive things are, whether it's buying a house or taking that big uh, vacation that you've been planning, it may be, you know, time to consider maybe postponing the trip into a time when things are uh, a little more uh, consistent. The same can be true for luxury purchases like a new coat, a new boat, or a new car, uh, a house remodeling pod, uh, project. Interest rates are rising. You know, everyone's looking at HELOC rates, taking money out of their equity in their home. Um, again, just a year and a half ago, you can get a HELOC for just a few uh, percentage points. That's doubled uh, now. So all those plans that you've been ready for, um, you may want to take a second look at them. Look at your budget. You want to, again, consistently be able to pay for those fixed costs. Have a, a budget with a buffer 20% plus above what you need. But when it comes to those big ticket items, you may want to postpone them. And you just have to plan better than we did before. Things are so high, you can't kind of shoot from the hip like we were when the market was through the roof and inflation wasn't so high. So really plan for those big ticket items. How do you handle inflation? I mean, it's 8.2%. It's a 40-year high. It's down a little from last month. But at 8.2, that is a huge number. And when you go back to 2020, it was a 1.3. So just do the math. Well, how do you handle that? Well, things that you can do. One, look for spending patterns. Two, Get an in-depth budget analysis, you know, really dig in there. We also talked about if you've got major expenses on the horizon, maybe you push those back just a little bit and stay away from your investments, Chad. I mean, maybe you draw on cash. Yeah, you know, for the short term, this is something to consider. Um, We are not big fans of drawing down cash over a long period of time. But let's say, you know, you're retired, you've got, you're taking Social Security maybe, um, in September, October, you've got a year's worth of income. Maybe you're not fully retirement age yet. So that could have an earning limitation on how much social security you're going to get. So again, for maybe a couple, two, three months, six months max, you got some cash being able to let those stocks come back. Um, it's very important not having to sell those stocks at the bottom and making those losses real. Again, that's why we, when we get into asset allocation, we always have a place, a safe account that we use so that you have a place to go to take that income because over a long period of time, it's not good to spend your cash um, as income or like income because once you've spent that cash, it's gone forever. The income producing power of that of that of those dollars are gone forever. So in the short term, again, two or three months, it's a good idea. Um, and right now, especially with stocks being down, if that's your only alternative, don't sell those stocks at, at a down position and make those losses real. Use your cash again in the short term. Talking inflation, how do you handle it? Uh, we're going to get to our next couple here in just a second, but want to hit you with this. Jerome Powell, chair of the Federal Reserve of the United States, announced another Fed interest rate hike to help curb inflation, and he says it's not going to happen quickly. So I, I don't, um, I don't know what the odds are. I think that that there's a very high likelihood that we'll have uh, a period of what I've mentioned is below trend growth, by which I mean much lower growth. And we're seeing that now. So the median forecast, I think, this year for uh, among my colleagues and, and me was 0.2% growth. So that's that's very slow growth. And and then below trend next year, I think the median was 1.2, also well below. So that's a slower, uh, that's, a, that's a very slow level of growth, and it could give rise to increases in unemployment. All right, there you go. Jerome Powell, chair of the Fed Reserve right here in the U.S. And again, he did add um, right after uh, we cut that quote that the rate hikes 
they're not over yet. So keep an eye on that. So these seven, we've gone over five so far, four so far, actually. Uh, look for spending patterns, things that you can do to help, uh, you know, get through this inflation, inflationary period. Do an in-depth budget analysis. Push back on the major expenses. Draw on cash. Maybe stay away from your accounts in the short term. And then what about going over just logistics of relocating possibly? Yeah, absolutely. This is a big one. Um, you know, there's the famous Susie Orman quote that she says, uh, you need $5 million in retirement. Well, you know, maybe in Calabasas or maybe in Los Angeles, but not here in Southern Louisiana, at least according to my spending habits and the ones we've seen from our clients for the last 20 years. Um, but if you do your own your home and you have a mortgage that's paid off or it's close to being paid off, you have accumulated equity in that property. And prices are very high. So if you live maybe downtown New Orleans or downtown Covington and you can sell and, and have a nice potential profit, it's on your primary residency. So there won't be any capital gains. Um, and then take that $100,000, $150,000 and relocate maybe a little uh, off the beaten path or maybe down, um, down in the country a little bit and get a little bit more uh, bang for your buck, downsize to a smaller place and take that equity that then can be invested or used as an income source. Um, you have to know the logistics, the tax implications. Uh, you know, if you're leaving a, a high income city or a high cost of living city to a low kit, low cost of living city, um, you know, considering those logistics, it absolutely can be a way to kind of stretch your dollar, especially now. All right. Well, you hit you hit downsizing with relocating. I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand. And number seven, so six was considered downsizing. Seven is just check on that portfolio. Let's make this quick. Then we're going to open up the phones. We've got spots on your calendar. We're going to let the listeners at it. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Asset allocation is huge. That's why we say, you know, we don't like people spending cash over there uh, over many, many months and years because you draw down the ability for that cash to produce income. So it's all about asset allocation. You have to create a goal for every dollar in retirement. You have to have a place to go to access that income from an account that's not down until those uh, equities can come back up. So asset allocation is absolutely key. All right. Retirement Rue now going to open up the phones for spots on the calendar. at Simon and Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. We got five spots. Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design and easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. We'll then perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And then finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. All right, folks, this is your opportunity to get in here and get on the counter with Simon and Simon. Here's the number 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. We've got five positions. There's no cost, no obligation. And again, no pressure. If you've got at least 200,000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Call this number now and book one of these spots. 800-728-2225. That's 800 800- 728-2225. When we come back, most will agree that taxes in the U.S. will be going up, not down. And with that in mind, we put together a list of retirement income that's not taxable. And we'll talk about it coming up next on Retirement Root.
Welcome back into Retirement Ruse. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, Father Gerald Simon, the founder of the firm. And between father and sons, 88 combined years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for retirement. They are a fiduciary firm. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week. And each and every week, we open up a few spots on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. And those spots are no cost no obligation and simply no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. So folks, listen up and jump on one of those positions when we make it available here in just a little bit. So we often discuss the importance of tax planning in retirement. It's almost a weekly uh, part of the show. In this portion, we will outline several kinds of retirement income that aren't taxable. So listen up, take some notes, Grab one of the positions when we make them available on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial, and you can have this conversation. So, Grant, uh, first one up is one a lot of people are familiar with, but let's dig in a little bit. Roth withdrawals. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, the easiest way to avoid taxes on your retirement money is to use a Roth account. Both Roth IRAs and 401k plans that offer Roth contributions can be structured to have money go into those Roth accounts, which you don't offer a tax deduction when you put the money in, but it does allow you to withdraw the funds tax-free after age 59 and a half. And one other small caveat, the Roth does have to be in existence for five tax years. Um, essentially, with a Roth account, you're paying your taxes up front at the time you contribute rather than owing them on your distributions. Um, and while you can't contribute to a Roth if your income exceeds certain levels, for singles, it's $144,000 this year or $214,000 for joint uh, filers. You can convert your traditional plan to a Roth at any time. Big caveat to this is you will have to pay income taxes on the amount that you convert just as if you withdrew the money. If you're thinking about doing a Roth conversion, and a lot of people are, I think most people think that tax rates are going to be going up, you definitely want to take a look at if the math makes sense to do it, paying taxes on three or $400,000 doing a conversion from a traditional IRA to a Roth can put you in such a deep hole if you don't have enough time from when you do that conversion to when you're going to either need that money or if you don't have enough return to make up for that big tax hit, it could end up hurting you. Folks, I tell you, just being aware of what's going on and you know where the taxes are going to impact you in retirement, it is vital. We talk about it each and every week. It's about the plan. Retirement Rue is powered by Simon & Simon Financial. There's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar. No cost, no obligation, and no pressure. See where you are in your process, your planning process for retirement. If you haven't started, great opportunity. If you're in the middle of something, second opinion, folks. If you have any questions about what's going on with your current plan, you know, get a second opinion. One of the spots can be for you as well. So retirement income that's not taxable, going over some some of these, write them down and you can come in, grab an appointment with Simon and Simon and talk about it. So Roth withdrawals we've talked about. Uh, what about inheritances? Yeah. So most people are going to have some form of inheritance during their life. However, it's not a good idea to simply rely on an inheritance as a retirement plan. Um, for starters, receiving an inheritance is never a sure thing. And additionally, the amount that is bequeathed is rarely enough to fund a long-term retirement. Uh, the positives are when you do inherit funds, let's 
avoid the Roth IRA inheritance for a moment, a inherited Roth IRA, just like property, uh, uh, after-tax brokerage accounts, when you inherit those funds, you have it what's called a stepped-up cost basis. So your parents bought a house for 100000 They pass away. You immediately put it on the market, and now it sells for $250,000. Well, you don't owe any taxes on the difference between the 100 that they paid for and when you sold it. But that is determined based on how much the home is worth at the time of their death. If it went from 100 to 250, you waited a year to sell it, and then you sold it for 300, you would owe taxes on the $50,000 of additional gain. Um, so you, there are some parts of inheritance that can be tax-free, Roth uh, IRA inheritances, certain inheritance for brokerage accounts, uh, uh, property, if you get a stepped-up cost basis, and you sell it for the same amount as when you inherited it, the date that you inherited it. But it is a great way for uh, assets to be passed on. It does continue the process of building wealth from generation to generation. And it's something that uh, nobody wants to receive because it means they lost a dear loved one. But it is part of the process of realizing exactly what's going to happen during the retirement years. Having a plan, uh, knowing how to maneuver, uh, especially when it comes to taxes. So these are retirement income uh, opportunities that are not taxable. So the Roth withdrawal, also you may inherit uh, you know, some worth, some value. Uh, make sure you're aware of that and uh, and you handle that properly. So it's very important to have a plan there. Uh, this next one can be a little bit confusing, but let's go over it, uh, Grant. Municipal bond income. Right. So municipal bonds are issued by states, cities, and various localities, generally to fund projects like schools or roads or any number of other things uh, that are for the common good. Municipal bonds are granted tax relief at the federal level, meaning investors don't have to pay federal taxes uh, on the interest that they earn. And if you're lucky enough to find a good bond issued in your own state, the state that you live in, you are typically, not all states do this, but you are typically granted a tax exemption from state taxes as well. This makes municipal bonds particularly valuable in high tax states like California, uh, they can also be a good source of retirement income as they are generally safe investments in addition to being tax exempt. Although I will say that when interest rates go up, like we have been seeing happening, you can see the value of bonds. If you sell them prior to their maturity date, you can see uh, those values go down. So you do have to be aware of them. Be careful. All right. The, again, just going over a few things you need to be aware of retirement income and what's taxable, what's not taxable. We're going over the not taxable. So take these notes, Roth withdrawals, be aware, inheritances. I mean, if you're getting something from the family, uh, be aware of everything that goes in there. Municipal bond income, uh, but be up to date on everything. What about HSA withdrawals? Yes. Yeah, so uh, health savings accounts are an HSA uh, these are only available for high deductible plans. You can't get it on a Cadillac plan and also contribute to an HSA. You have to have that high deductible plan. But it really does combine some of the best features of both traditional and Roth IRAs into a single package because the contributions that you make to an HSA earn a tax deduction. And then on top of that, the earnings within the account grow tax-free when used for qualifying health care expenses. And, you know, that's actually a fairly broad category. Withdrawals are tax-exempt. 
um, uh, for anything that is healthcare related. Now, if you don't use it for healthcare related uh, expenses, you will face a steep 20% penalty on your withdrawals. Uh, however, the kicker in terms of retirement planning is that once you reach age 65, you can withdraw your HSA money for any reason at all without having to pay a penalty. That's something that I don't think a lot of people realize. They think their HSA is only going to be able to be used while they are uh, in this high deductible plan. If you keep your HSA all the way to 65, you can withdraw the money for anything uh, that you want. Tell you folks, I mean, there are so many moving parts when it comes to retirement. Right now, we're just going over, you know, retirement income that's not taxable, things you need to be aware of, things that you might want uh, in your quiver, so to speak, your arrows, Right. When it comes to retirement, Roths, uh, inheritances, make sure you're aware uh, of how you can handle those. Make sure you have a plan, municipal bond income, HSA withdrawals, health savings account withdrawals. What about Social Security payments? So Social Security payments are very favorably taxed. If you were only living off of your Social Security, no other income, it would be completely tax free. However, if you have your Social Security plus other income, so let's say you're getting $30,000 from Social Security, and then you have another $40,000 of pension and investment income, then you can have some of your Social Security subjected to your effective tax rate, to your ordinary income tax rate. But the maximum amount of your Social Security that can even be subject to that tax is 85%. So it gives you the ability to have a nice sizable amount of income and dramatically reduce the amount uh, that your Social Security is subjected to tax. All right, we've got one more, and then we're going to open up the phones. We've got spots on the calendar with Simon and Simon. And again, these are retirement income uh, you know, ways that you can do it without taxes. So what about life insurance pro proceeds? Last one, and then Grant will uh, let you go ahead and tell people how they're going to get on your calendar. But let's talk about life insurance proceeds. Sure. So just like an inheritance, waiting for a life insurance payout is certainly not an ideal strategy for funding a retirement plan. However, it's entirely possible that at some point in your senior years, you will receive some type of life insurance payout. So if you receive a death benefit from a life insurance policy, that is tax-free. If you take loans out of your policy, those are actually tax-free as well. So there's a number of different ways to get money out of a life insurance policy tax-free. Now's the opportunity. Get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Grant, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. All right, we got five positions. Call this number now, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, these strategies will work best for you. Here's the number, 800 728 2225. Coming up, will people strive to keep their current lifestyle in retirement? On today's show, we're going to outline six steps to help make sure that happens for you.
Retirement Roo, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. We have Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And between these three, father and sons, how about this? 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are a fiduciary firm. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week, but we also give you an opportunity to get your questions answered when it comes to retirement planning. We have five positions on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial, and those are no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. We're going to open those up here immediately following this discussion point, so jump on it. Again, get started with your retirement planning, or maybe you need that second opinion. So you can retire successfully, but you'll need to do the planning part of it, need to work hard at it. A qualified advisor can make all the difference. We have six steps that will help you get started. So Chad, let's start with you. First up, determine exactly when you want to retire. Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. You know, it it really comes down to time in the market. We say it all the time. It's not timing the market, it's time in the market. And the only way you understand how much time you have until retirement is to really think about how much time you have until retirement. Have a plan uh, set aside and and the time allotted so you know exactly what you're going to need when you retire, how much time it's going to take using conservative estimations on what the returns will be, how much you're going to have to contribute until you get there. Um, So often we see clients come in and um, either they're you know very much ahead of the game, or maybe they're uh, you know seeing us when they're 48, 50 years old. And usually we see people who are you know leaving their jobs, they're retired, they've got a nest egg, they want to roll it over and us manage it and use retirement planning. But again, we're seeing more and more people coming in and they're 48, 50 years old. And it's like, look, I need a plan for the next 10 years. I've got 10 years before we retire. I know we're not where we need to be. Let's put a plan in place so that we know how much to put aside each month assuming a very conservative return. So we get there in 10 years. That's the smart way to do it. Uh, And the only way you you do that is putting pen to paper and understanding what that timeline is going to be and what you need to get there. You want your lifestyle in retirement. We get it. So how do you, how do you do that? Well, you got to plan for it. And these are again, six steps that you can take and you can do this uh, working with a professional, obviously, but determine when you want to retire. Chad, this next one, assess your income sources in retirement. I mean, that's kind of putting it on the table, seeing what you got. You know, absolutely. And it's it's third or fourth part of our uh, keys to successful retirement planning is really sitting down. We usually do this in the second meeting, go over everything. We put it all we put it all on one sheet of paper We're really OCD about having everything cleanly, neatly on one sheet of paper, whether it's an asset breakdown to see exactly what you have in your various accounts um, and your income sources. You know, for for most people, for two thirds of people, uh, Social Security is going to be your largest income source. And when you don't put it down on paper and really look at it, really, most often people underestimate how important those income sources are, whether it be Social Security. People drastically underestimate Social Security or they think it's not going to be there in 10, 15 years. It will be there. It's it's for most people going to be your, your largest asset source, but whether it's Social Security and then you have your pensions um, and then your investments, your income from your investments putting them on a spreadsheet and lining them out, knowing exactly what you have. I think when most people do that, especially with the people we've seen, um, the income you're going to need from your investments is far less than a lot of people think. So, you know, looking at those income sources is key when you're doing retirement planning. Tell you folks, uh, just being ready, uh, knowing what you got in front of you, uh, putting it out there, having that roadmap to get you to retirement 
is vital. I mean, it's crucial. Uh, make sure you have a plan. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. And listen, New Orleans, we get it. I mean, it's a big, big concern. If you're doing this walk alone, uh, make sure you have a plan. Work with an advisory team. Uh, it's an opportunity for you to kind of have that ease of mind we talk about so often here on the program. You know, you're able to exhale knowing uh, that you're you're walking the walk, but you're not doing it by yourself. You're doing it with a group that's done this before. I'm talking about Simon and Simon Financial. Again, five spots on the calendar. We'll open those up here in just a little bit. Uh, but we are talking about those six steps to kind of help you uh, and make sure you have the lifestyle you want in retirement. So determine when you want to retire. Step one, assess your income sources in retirement. Make sure you, you know, what are you playing with? How many bullets you got in the gun, so to speak? And then assess expenses in retirement. Really take a look there. And maybe uh, you plan this out before you you get to that retirement date and look at what your needs are going to be. Yeah, you said it right. Just planning it out before you get there. And there's two ways to think about that. You do want to plan it out well before you get to retirement, how much income needs, what your income needs are going to be um, when you get to retirement. But you, on the other hand, you also want to use current numbers. You don't want to use, you know, income projections or income needs that you, you know, addressed maybe five, six years ago. Maybe you've paid your mortgage off. Maybe you had a wedding that uh, has since been paid for, or you had a, a loan that you've since paid off, that note's gone away. So you want to use accurate real numbers. I say, if you know you're going to retire within the next year, uh, take that year to really do an inventory of all your income needs. So they'll be current. If you've got a mortgage that is going to be paid off in uh, you know 15 months, two years, consider that. That way, when we do the income planning, you know exactly what to expect. And income plan for four or 5,000 a month. And it's like, oh, wait, I forgot about the you know, the annual taxes or the mortgage we thought we'd be paid off at this time, but just a different strategy. So you want to use current numbers again, go back six months, a year, um, so that you, you got it as accurate as possible. So those income needs reflect um, what you're taking in when you get to retirement. Retirement Rue is always about retirement, New Orleans. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Again, Chad Simon, Grant Simon, Father Gerald Simon. Uh, each and every week, we talk the retirement topics. We also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon and Simon. No cost, no obligation. Talk about your retirement situation. So you want this lifestyle in retirement. Well, how do you get there? Well, we wanted to give you six steps to make sure it happens for you the way you want it to happen. So determine when you want to retire, assess your income sources in retirement, assess expenses in retirement. And now, Grant, uh, there are things that we need to kind of be aware of, we need to adjust for. And the first one is inflation. Yeah, that's right. Especially now, you know, when inflation's running at one and a half to two percent, it's really easy to absorb that sort of inflation. When inflation's running at, at least by the government's number, 8.3%. And if you look at what food is doing, that non-durable goods, those you think about, you don't buy a car every day, you don't buy a house every day, but you do buy food and gas every day. Food prices, some of them are going, have gone up 12, 15, 20, 30%. I mean, the price increases are just tremendous. And what this all means is, is that $100,000 today is going to be worth significantly less 10 years from now. If you need $100,000 in income today, 10 years from now, you're going to need more than that. So when you start talking about planning for retirement from an income perspective, you need to make sure that those uh, income numbers are being projected out with an increasing amount of withdrawal coming out to help cover those additional expenses. Right now, inflation is so insidious for everyone. Nobody is immune from it. 
And it's just something that a lot of advisors will say, just take out your three and a half, four percent and you'll be fine from your portfolio value. But you really have to to factor in inflation and make sure you take a look at that. All right. You got a current lifestyle you want in retirement. How do you get there? Six steps to help you determine when you're going to retire, assess your income sources in retirement. Also take a look at expenses in retirement. And you just heard Grant talk about you got to make the adjustments for inflation. We got two more to go. Uh, This next one, important, determine asset allocation. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You want to make sure that you are taking a look to see how your assets are actually invested and how much you want to devote to each type of investment. There are some people that will put half their money in the market and half their money in cash because they're terrified of the big drop. The problem is, is that money that's sitting in cash, half your portfolio that's in cash, that's essentially dead money. In fact, today, you're losing at least 8.3% of its value in purchasing power every year. So the way that your assets are allocated is so important, not just so that you can sleep at night, because you never want to make an investment that's going to keep you up and worry you, but you also want to make sure that you have the right asset allocation so that you're getting enough growth to keep up with the increases in inflation, with the trips that you want to take, the emergencies that life is going to throw at you during retirement. Because it doesn't matter the plan that you put in place, there will be some curveball that life will throw to you, and you've got to be prepared for that. The asset allocation is the best way to make sure that your accounts are growing properly and then also safely when the market downturns do come. All right, we got five down and this last one, you've got them all out there. You've accounted for everything, but now you've got some gaps and you got to make up for those. Yeah, that's right. You know, after taking all of this into account, you'll come up with one of three scenarios. You're saving more than enough and can splurge some during retirement. Your money will last long enough in retirement, given your life expectancy, or you end up with a gap. The amount of income that you can generate each month is less than your expenses, and you won't have enough money to live off during your entire during your entire retirement. This is why we say all the time, saving early and often is the best way to ensure that you're going to be prepared for retirement. All right. We've got five positions on the calendar, Grant, and you guys are opening up your office. This is no cost, no obligation, no pressure. What's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. We have five spots. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number. Call it now. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call now. Next up, On the Roo, question and answer.
Welcome back to Retirement Roo, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. We have Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. 88 combined years experience between father and sons. Again, remember, Gerald is the founder of Simon & Simon Financial, and it's always about retirement. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. want to remind you, too, that Simon & Simon is a fiduciary firm, and the topics will fly each and every week. You're going to have questions about your situation. There's an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon, no cost, no obligation and no pressure that's coming up immediately following question and answer and first question up is going to go to grant it's from metairie uh, jerry lynn is there and here is the question my ex-husband worked for a company that says when he dies his retirement account would go to me his wife now that we are divorced the company says i would still get the retirement check every month after his death he wants me to deposit this check into his daughter's checking account. Is there a problem or issue with this scenario? Yeah, Geraldine, uh, really appreciate the question. Uh, you know, this is one of those things where uh, we have a lot of great uh, attorneys that we work with. Before I ever gave uh, somebody advice on this, I would like to get a just a, a, an attorney that I trust that I could talk to to make sure that there's no legal issues uh, that, that we're missing here. Um, uh, as long typically as the pension is paying you a pension payment, you are responsible for the uh, for the taxes that would be due from those pension payments. But um, I don't want to say anything that might uh, might be incorrect legally. So uh, we have a lot of strategic partnerships with great, great attorneys. Um, and we'd love to uh, sit down and talk with you and certainly bring them in to answer that question. No, oh, I mean, once again, I mean, we get into so many different topics when it comes to retirement and you can really see that there are a lot of moving parts, you know, making sh sure that you have, you know, everything that you need as you move towards retirement and working with professionals that do this on a daily basis that have a team around them, you know, making sure that, you know, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. I mean, it's vital. Uh, there's that opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial right here in the New Orleans markets coming up. So stay tuned for that. If you've got any questions about your retirement situation, again, it's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Covington, our next location. Chad, we're going to bring you in on this one. George is there. Here's the question. My partner of 25 years passed away three years ago. I'm the sole beneficiary of her Roth IRA. The IRA was established 12 years ago before her death. I've heard that the IRS has specific rules and time limits on distribution of a non-spousal inherited Roth IRA. We were not legally married. I have not taken anything out of that Roth IRA. What are my options and what are my limitations? Yeah. Hey, George. Uh, terrific question. Thanks for the question. So when a non-spouse inherits a Roth IRA, you have effectively three options. First option is you can open an inherited IRA with the life expectancy model or method. The assets transfer into a Roth account in your name, and you'll be subject to RMDs that you must start taking by December 31st of the year following the year of the account owner's death. And then every year beyond that, depending on your own lifetime required minimum distribution table. The second option is you can open an inherited IRA within or with the five-year model. The assets transfer into a Roth in your name. You can spread out the distributions over time, but you have until December 31st of the fifth year following the owner's death to liquidate all funds. And then lastly, you can take a lump sum distribution for the full amount. Assets are distributed into your name all at once, 
contributions are tax-free, but earnings are taxable if the account was less than five years old uh, from the original account owner dying, which is what affect you in the situation because you said it had been open for 12 years. So those are your three effective models um, to choose from, just like Grant said before, as always, if you have additional questions, it's always best to speak uh, and consult with your own CPA or financial advisor for more detailed questions about your individual tax or financial situation. Um, but those are three ways of handling an inherited non-spousal inherited IRA. Thanks for the question, George. Question and answer rolling on here on Retirement Roo, powered by Simon & Simon Financial. Stay tuned. We've got five positions on the calendar for the upcoming week at Simon & Simon. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. All right. Harahan is our next location. Chad, this one's for you as well. Beatrice is there, and here's the question. I am receiving Social Security benefits. I was married 16 years, and then I divorced. My ex died but I'm not receiving widow benefits. What should I do? Can I receive those now? Yeah. Hi, Patrice. Thanks for the question. So in order to receive Social Security benefits from a deceased spouse or ex-spouse, whether uh, you're still married at the time of their death or not, you have to have been married at least 10 years. So you have that uh, accomplished. And the amount of your benefit, amount of the benefit at death must be less than or more than what your social security benefits are if you are 62 years or older. So even if your ex-husband is remarried, you'll not be entitled, uh, you'll still be entitled to the greater of the benefits he was receiving at death or 100% of your full retirement age. It doesn't matter if he's remarried. Um, So one way that it could be affecting uh, you getting your benefits or not as uh, or your widow's benefits uh, are the following. If you have a state pension in the state of Louisiana, we're one of a few states that have the uh, windfall elimination provision, but at death, it turns into the government pension offset. Um, so what they do is they take, if you have a state pension, they take 100% of that state pension and subtract it from your social security benefits. So if you were receiving the same or a smaller amount, it could be due to that. Or if you remarry and are currently married to someone who is still living, you are now tied to that individual's um, social security benefits um, and their uh, earnings situation or their benefit situation. So I didn't, you didn't mention if you were remarried or not. um, But that could be one of the two reasons why you aren't receiving benefits. If those don't apply to you, I absolutely would call your local social security office, uh, express your situation, talk about uh, your individual situation and have them kind of walk you through what your options are. Thanks for the question, Patrice. Question and answer. We have one more to go, and then we're going to open up five spots on the calendar with Simon and Simon. That's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Final question coming from New Orleans, and it's from Jeff. And Grant, this one's for you. Uh, Jeff, I'm 62 years old and was planning to work another three years, and then COVID sent me packing. Fortunately, my wife and I had a solid emergency fund, and we're doing okay. My question is, how do I know if my plan that was set to go in three years might be good to go now? I'm realizing I don't really want to go back to full time. We have a combined 200000 in an IRA and 401k, a Roth IRA with 50000 Is there any hope to retire right now? Yeah, Jeff, um, there is a potential that you can. Um, It would really depend on what the Social Security is going to be like. Are there any other pension incomes? Is there an inheritance coming down the road? I mean, it is certainly possible that you all can, but you are 62, which is pretty young. Um, If you don't go back 
full time to work, there is most likely going to be the passage of the Secure Act 2.0, which is going to mean that companies are going to require be required to offer uh, part time employees to be able to participate in the 401k as long as they meet some basic requirements. Like you have to work there for at least 500 hours, I believe it is. So there are some small uh, rules that you have to meet, but it will open up most likely the opportunity for you to be able to participate in the 401k if your new employer might have it. Uh, We generally like to see a little bit higher in total uh, assets for somebody that's 62, but it's very possible that it could be done. And we we do appreciate the question. All right. Now's the opportunity opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial and ask your own questions. Again, a lot of these questions might be similar to what you're going through. Maybe you're in a certain situation that uh, might be in this kind of neighborhood, but make sure you're getting answers that are going to be custom for you. And the same thing goes for retirement planning. It needs to be a custom, unique to you. All right. So now uh, we have those five positions. Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. Okay, folks, Simon and Simon Financial offering retirees and pre-retirees just common sense and straight talk. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. You need to sit down and get this retirement roadmap put together. Chad, Grant, and Father Jero are going to translate for you a very complex retirement world into very clear instructions. This is your opportunity to get that true, practical retirement review on what you're doing. If you haven't started planning, this is a great opportunity. And if you're in the middle of something, get that second opinion. Again, we have five positions. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number. Call it now. 800-728-2225. That's 800 728 2225. Again, the next five callers are going to receive this comprehensive retirement review showing you where you are now, but most importantly, give you that roadmap to get you where you need to be. In short, folks, you've got nothing to lose. We have five spots and you need to call this number right now. 800-728-2225. They will go fast. Only five positions remain. 800-728-2225. 2225 call it now. Well folks, another great show, another retirement rue in the books and we'll see you right back here on the radio next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to 
to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.